When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. This guy wakes up to flames, he's screaming for help. His neighbor hears about it. Runs into a fire. I don't, I don't have the courage. Like, I know my strengths, and running into fire is not one of them. Running into anything is not any of our strengths. <laughs> for real. As we've established. Running into the kitchen, I'm pretty good at. Dave and Mahoney. Dear soldier, my name is Jose, and I want to let you know that this one kid named Aiden stole my blue marker, and I'm very mad. <laughs> I bet you're great at aiming, and I hope that one day you'll come home. You're like, hang on, I get to write a letter to a soldier. Guess what, Aiden, you son of a bitch. I hope you've got a great aim because <laughs> I know somebody with a blue marker I need you to hit. Dang, dang. And, and Mahoney. Dude, I wish I we like, lived in Mexico because I would just get all of the Viagra and, and steroids. You can get Lexapro <laughs> and I, Adderall. Every steroid. Every. The last thing that we need is a juiced up Mahoney with a boner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that just sounds terrible. That's what we need. All right. No. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show? with some bad news. Yeah, so they uh, they scrambled the uh, the fire department to come out and rescue this cat, which, by the way, Audrey just got two cats, so we'll see if your cats have anything to do with uh, with this sort of mentality because this cat uh, was a bit of a, an outsider, a loner, did not want anyone's help. But this cat needed some help because it had climbed to the top of a to the top of a utility pole, oh, smart cat, and uh, and was stuck there. And uh-huh. so, when you think about you know the challenge of trying to get a cat down from a utility pole, um, it's a little bit difficult because there's a bunch of power wires and everything else. But I'm sure uh, but, you just poke it and then have like a trampoline on the bottom, like well, ready for a catch. That's kind of what happened. <laughs> so I would assume, like, what else do you do? So the the fire department uh, rolls out. They got their little bucket and everything else. And this cat, we found out, it's, it's they named, caught it in a bucket. It's uh, its name is Coco. No, no, they, the the bucket for them to go up and. Oh, you know. I thought you meant they were like just down there with like a ten gallon. I ain't bugging from Home Depot. We're going to catch this cat. <laughs> One of the orange ones. This cat, Coco, had been stuck on the pole for two hours, uh, likely chased there by a neighborhood dog. Uh, the They went out there with the utility workers and the fire department, tried to rescue him in a surprise turn of events. So uh, Coco decided that uh, as the uh, utility workers and the fire department were getting closer to helping to grab the cat and bring it to safety, uh, it wanted no help at all, and it just jumped. Ah. Yep. Got plunged, down. Plunged to its death. Well, Some good R- news today as well. R.I.P. Um, Coco. <laughs> I mean, maybe if the uh, Disney animated world of Coco uh, that we know, maybe, you know, you're in a more fun and vibrant place now. Crossed over the Rainbow Bridge, if you will. It's right. not dead. Yeah. Uh, no, the cat was fine. L- landed safely and uh, later returned home uninjured. Which, oh. by the way, what the hell is the deal with cats? They just let the cat go, too. They were like, well, we're not. He's <laughs> down now. You. I spent two hours trying to get you down from there, you idiot. Also, what in the world kind of world are we living in where your dogs are just running rampant in the front yard? Uh, I mean... There's plenty of neighborhoods that I've lived in over the years where, like, yeah. Yeah, in the 80s and 90s. I know, I know. It was a wild time. It was a wild time. Not in 2023. It's, like, I think against the law. I'm sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. there's leash laws and stuff. So, you this poor Coco has got a lawsuit. Some good news today as well. Uh, Otani has signed a massive deal, $700 million 
you know, we've been talking about, you know, what a generational player Shohei Otani is, and it is a historic $700 million deal with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So and, it is the most lucrative player contract in sports history. You know, I think Ooh. one were the other two free eight, largest free agent signings ever was, was a Bryce Harper and Aaron Judge, and those combined don't make up as much as Otani is getting in this deal with the Dodgers. I mean, I hate to see him go to a team like the Dodgers that are, you know, they buy a lot of their players and sure. you know they they're they're a major market team and they have the money to spend and you are you're going to be seeing a uh, a team that has just a whole lot of superstars with Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman on there. They're going to be something to be uh, watching for, but, you know, happy for a generational player like Otani to get this payday because we've never seen anything like him. See, but I mean, Mody, you say that the, the Dodgers pay for their teams or their players. Yeah. They didn't go to the ship this year. Nope, sure didn't. And, I mean, that's kind of the problem, right? It's like you see the the Yankees you know, sputter out after spending so much money in the, you know, in the off season, they're out here once again, gobbling up talent like Juan Soto just signed a new deal yeah. with, uh, with the New York Yankees. But you're right. I mean, there's only so much you can do. You can try oh, to buy yeah. your way into the world. Well, Series it's worked. It's worked for both those teams in the past. Oh, so, yeah. And, yeah. and it's, it's probably if I'm taking a wild guess in the next two years, the Yankees or the Dodgers are going to win the world series. I mean, but we've seen but that chemistry in, only, uh, only can get you so hard. Well, will get you further than money. I and mean, we've, we've seen that with, you know, basketball as well, right? right? Where you basically have these super teams and then everyone else Hello, is just Hello, University of Kentucky alumni here. Okay, I'm not <laughs> talking about... No, bought and played in... Pretend co- basketball. I'm talking right. about the NBA. Sure, okay. But whenever we're talking about <laughs> recruiting and money... For, for real. No, I mean, like, you're exactly legit. right. It, it goes back to college too, right? Like everyone is just seeking out whatever is best for them and it's not really a team sport. You know what? I'd probably be the same way if I was a superstar athlete. If I'm Otani, like, and the Dodgers come along, I want to pay me seven. Well, you don't have to, move, don't have to move far either right. because you're, you know, you're still there in Southern California. You're, you're just right up the highway. Yes, yep. it's fine. So Otani getting his huge payday, he, uh, he he very much deserves it. So congratulations to him. $700 million. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you have decided that you are going to add to your family this weekend in a fairly dramatic way. I saw your posts on social media, and I went, oh, she did that. Oh, she did that. Wow. Okay. It's the holidays, Dave. It's the Okay. Paul a days yes. like uh, we're celebrating Paul Revere and his Paul P A W S. It's DJ Pauly D is who we're celebrating. Okay, <laughs> enough about Pauly D and back to I adopted not one but two kittens. Okay, so um, <laughs> why? And I named them Polly and D. Um, <laughs> no, so here's the thing. Tell me if you would have done the same thing. I I am. Betting Mahoney for sure is going to be a yes. Dave, maybe. So I went to the Humane Society. You just got a new dog, I though. Did. Elmo is what, seven months old, six she's months old? She's almost nine months old. She's that old? Yeah, okay. she's, she's getting up there, old lady. Okay. Um, no, but uh, she definitely is a companion dog. Like, she needed to be able to have some sort of companionship throughout the day. I can tell like she's just full of energy and just wanting someone or something to play with all hours of the day. Well, I wanted to be able to get a cat for a very long time. And I have been talking about it. You guys have heard me talking about it. And I finally pulled the trigger and went to go get a cute kitten named Otter. And as I pull up to meet Otter, they said, yeah, do we have any sad music in the background? Here we go. What is that? What? Nope. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Any Sarah McLaughlin on draw here? 
So, so I pull up to the Humane Society and I'm like, yeah, I'm here to see Otter. And they're like, oh, well, you know, Otter's in there with her brother. And I was like, oh, okay, well, but I'm just here for Otter. So, so I go in, meet her, play with her, snuggle with her, and then realize, oh, okay, um, they're going to tell me Otter's story. So I get out this pamphlet and as they're telling me Otter's story, they're saying, She's not been doing too well, Audrey, because, you know, she was a litter of five. And three of the five, they just did not make it because they were running away from a dog and then hid underneath a lawnmower. Oh, my God. And then- Are you kidding me? One died to the dog and the other two died of dehydration. So her and her brother were the only two that were left. How do they know this backstory <laughs> on these cats? Audrey, they were lying to you. <laughs> I mean, like, and this then, seems like then, a very specific story that, like, wait, they how do they know? And then just stayed there until they died of thirst? So, no, but the other two, the, the two that died of dehydration did get brought into the Humane Society and unfortunately passed away in the Humane Society. Ah, the other one was DOA. Yeah. And I don't know if the dog was just around smoking a cigarette telling his side of the tales. Got him. But, but, <laughs> but these two little kittens that were there, they were bonded. I mean, they're only eight weeks old, so they can only be bonded to a certain degree. But I was like, I can't. And they also said it was like, buy one, get one free cat. I was like, what the heck? Are you kidding me? So I couldn't. All of that to say, I couldn't just leave. Couldn't separate these two kittens? No, but they came with the names Otter and Mothman. Uh, Holstein. Holstein was also another one that they were like toying between us. I was like, okay, well, none of those are going to be the names. So you went and you got two cats to pair with your dog that you have here, and then you have another Las Vegas Marshmallow, dog. Sure. So, so you've got four pets now. I have Marshmallow, and I have Elmo, uh-huh. and then I have now, I think her name is going to, I don't know, Otter, and then Mothman. Okay. <laughs> so two cats, two dogs. <laughs> so what are you going to do, like, when you, because you, you travel with Elmo sometimes. Sure. Like, you take her with you. Are you also going to take the cats with you? So it depends. I mean, like, for weekend visits, they can, cats just cat. Like, you don't have to, like, for, like, two nights, cats just cat. They are the independent. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. very normal, like, yeah. very independent. Okay. And then, um, but otherwise, find them, like, a little cat cafe. They've got those around. Uh-huh. Or just pack them up. Like, that's fine. No okay. big deal. All right. All right, cool. All right. Yeah, no, it's good. Are there any more plans <laughs> of getting any other animals? I don't know, man. Because you went from I have a farm none to now. three? Yes. Blue, my old dog, had a big hole to fill. I'm just going to fill it with all... Maybe I'll get a chicken next. It- maybe I'll get a cow. I want a farmily. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you, does, your, does your place have any like, restrictions on like, limits? No, they How don't many- know. They have no idea what I'm conjuring up in there. <laughs> they don't even know about Elmo. Are you kidding me? No, really? I haven't, you- I haven't told my department about my dog Absolutely either. not. You haven't? No, Absolutely I, I that not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> not only am I not paying the deposit, the monthly pet fees they just gouge you with, I cannot sleep at night because there are people who are partying downstairs in the pool at all hours of the night. You think I'm going to tell them about my cat? Absolutely not. Cats. Cats. Well, they're still the size of one. They're only one pound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Girl math. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, guys. So I was watching Christmas Vacation yesterday, and it got me thinking, what is your guys' favorite Christmas movie? 
mine's a tie between Die Hard and Batman Returns. And yes, <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. They're at the holiday company party at the Nakatomi Tower after dark. Okay. And with that being said, yippee ki yay! I can't say cuss words on the radio. Okay, have a good day. Bye. Message deleted. Who's the second person that said bye? <laughs> See you later. I mean, Christmas vacation is... Hang on a second. Okay, have a good day. Bye. Message deleted. <laughs> you were just on speaker the whole time, and you didn't even chime in on your favorite movie? Uh, Christmas vacation is in my yearly routine of movies that we watch. We watch Christmas vacation. We always watch Scrooge, Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, Home Alone is probably my number one, just because the music in Home Alone is... John Williams. ...so, so, so good, and it just feels like Christmas. You know, uh, Elf has become yeah. one that, that made the rotation. It's hard for me to believe that Elf is over 20 years old now. Right. Uh, he lives in that form in my brain for eternity, yeah. uh, Will Ferrell. Um, my order would probably be Harry Potter. Yes, it is a Christmas movie. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. But it is. It's it always came out either during Summer Blockbuster or all. No, there's actual, there's Christmas trees and opening Christmas gifts in the movies. It doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Well, it's, it's not themed, about Christmas. It's the ambiance. Ambiance. And it also came out during either winter or summer blockbuster. And um, <laughs> well, yeah, every other year it changed. Like every other movie, it changed. But from you realize you're negating winter. your point, right? Like if it, if it came out at Christmas every year, then maybe it would be more of a Christmas movie. But those it, are the ones that have more winter themed. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Don't fine, dude. You fine. can't. You no, actually fine. can't argue that because okay. it's. A Christmas movie. Okay. And then uh, The Santa Claus. Tim Allen. My wife loves The Santa Claus. It's my number one. I'm not a huge fan of it. I like... Uh, I tried to watch that just to, you know, because we were looking for more Christmas movies with the kids. And The Santa Claus, the CGI is so unforgivable in that. But you can watch other movies that were older than the 90s and not think the same thing? Well, those are practical effects, though. Practical effects have held up much better than... Like 90s and early 2000s CGI. In he my rides in the sleigh like twice. But still. <laughs> Just close your eyes. It's actually really great. Coco, I want to drink it. Which, by the way, Santa Claus, definitely not a Christmas movie either. Audrey, you're so far off on the cell phones being taken from teachers or from students. I mean, my wife teaches seventh grade. Turns into you try to take the phone. Students want to argue. Turns into physical uh, parents call up complaining, you took my students' property, you're breaking their constitutional rights. These kids and the parents are so entitled, it's absolutely ridiculous. You couldn't be more wrong. Love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. Message so here's deleted. the thing. Your wife needs to learn how to do jujitsu. I will continue. <laughs> if your wife were stronger in her fighting stances, she would be able to not only box, but also get them on the ground Teachers and students, so, <laughs> and then take the cell phone from them. The three words that are also in the Constitution: sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in a body bag, Johnny. Yeah. I mean, and also, you. I'm 32. I have lived in the era of cell phones being in classrooms. So I was speaking from my own personal experience. Granted, it's been 15 years almost since I've been in high school. So I know that a lot of people have gotten really soft, including teachers. Sorry, but I mean, like, I also was in the era of paddling. Like, I lived in the South. They paddled people and students until 2006. Yeah. So, like, where I was, where I grew up, we were, we were a little different. And it, it varies <laughs> based on the school. My wife is a, you know, she is a, she is a, a principal, and they have a no cell phone policy. It goes off, 
when you're in there, goes off when you leave until you leave. And if you turn it on or you get caught with it, it gets confiscated and your parents have to pick it up. But so your wife is an elementary school principal. Right. And uh, one thing that I've learned, because I've got a lot of kids that are around that age, uh, elementary school kids, way easier to beat up. Right. So much easier. So much yeah, easier. Yeah, you can just throw them. Kick them in the knee. <laughs> Off the top rope. <laughs> but to them, everything's the top rope. A lot of the times, you know, I mean, when it comes to a, uh, like, high school, you know, it, it comes it comes, it comes, comes down to administration and the school's policies. Which, by the way, blessings to your wife, sir. Yeah. Having to deal with those parents that are screaming Seventh that it's a constitutional right to have a there's cell phone. There's nothing worse. They're already smelly. They are so stinky. There's nothing worse than kids in middle school. Uh, there's not. Like, there is literally nothing worse. I mean, Because I, they think they... they are, they know everything. They think they know literally everything, and they have zero empathy for anyone. I would just, I, I could not be a middle school teacher because I would just, if a kid tried to assault me, I would literally just start making fun of them until the end of the year. <laughs> I, I would just, I, it would be my own personal mission. You swing on me, I'm call, I'm starting rumors. Yeah. <laughs> I am calling you smelly until the end of time because yeah. you can't come back from You're being a smelly kid. kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I would, that, that I couldn't be a teacher. Please leave a message after the tone. Chicken sandwiches are really just the HJs of the food world. Tell me I'm wrong. Message deleted. The old fashions, the original, the OGs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I ever, like, crave a chicken sandwich, but I'll take one. Sure, man. You don't what crave you a chicken about? sandwich. The only thing I crave. Chick-fil-A. We were just talking about this off air. Like, we love Chick-fil-A. You would drive 100,000 miles to go get a Chick-fil-A <laughs> sandwich. Chick-fil-A. Uh, Chick-fil-A does it different. Oh, that's it's the, a chicken sandwich. The, the pickles are the... I mean, if you're talking about a non-fried, unbreaded, grilled chicken sandwich, then yes, I will agree with you. Dry as, dry as a... The chafey HJ. <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So I don't know if I've ever said these words before, but can somebody please come get their cows? Uh, are there a bunch of, like, loose-ass cows out around here or something? <laughs> yeah, so this is in Mars, Pennsylvania. And there's been reported um, cows on the loose by numerous residents. And I guess they're pretty fed up with it. So uh, I, have, I have a friend that lives up in Reno, and they've got a bunch of wild horses that are in the neighborhood. And mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of like 50-50 with, you know, half the people are like, oh, that's really cool. There's a bunch of beautiful wild stallions that just roam around the neighborhood. But they're also the, the other half menaces. are like, yeah, I mean, they're like eating all of our grass and they crap everywhere and it's kind of annoying. So maybe it's not so charming. Uh, I think that cows potentially even more disruptive because when I look at cows, I mean, don't get me wrong, I am like everyone else in the entire world. When I'm on a road trip and I see cows, I go, ooh, cows. But beyond that, I don't really think I have an appreciation for looking at cows. You should. They hug. They're in Hawaii, have a cow hugging sanctuary. Okay. Have you ever hugged a cow? I have been near cows. Well, why I've don't you get off your high cow then and Stop judging me. I'm not judging you. I just think that, like, you were coming at it from a hater angle, saying that, like, you would be one of the cow haters because you've never been, like, near enough a cow. Well, so, I mean, <laughs> they they are damaging uh, yards and gardens and Christmas displays, Mahoney. Oh, well, yeah, this time of year. I, they must... They must hate Christmas. They must be uh, liberal cows. But I mean, woke you, ass cows. Wait, liberals also like Christmas. I mean, that's can, can, you, can you imagine? That's not where the war on Christmas is coming from. Can you imagine though, if you've got a bunch of expensive ass Christmas decorations? Because Christmas decorations, as I know very well, are very expensive. Yeah, but and, if you have a manger, it's been you've had that manger since you were like since nineteen. Yeah, cows Look, belong in mangers. If man. you have a manger, that's on you because that is exactly where cows belong. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, poor little 
Santa Claus or the minion that has, is wearing a little Santa hat, you know? Like that it's deserves to be destroyed. Up. If you have the minion with a Santa hat, you, it deserves to be destroyed. Uh, wh- how dare you? Do what, you what, have what, a minion what, with a Santa what, hat? About, what not. about a Shrek inflatable Shrek with a Christmas hat on? Christmas has gone trashy. What are you talking about? Christmas <laughs> has been Shrek? trashy. What are you talking about? Since we invented inflatables, Christmas became super trashy. Uh. Yeah, and the reason why it looks trashy is because during the day when the inflatable is not inflated, it looks like a literal trash bag. Yeah, facts. Yeah, it looks. It doesn't look good. But Also, then I'm on the side of the cows. The cows uh, have been, I guess, uh, stomping through yards. Even occasionally bulls are out there doing the same thing. Wandering into the neighborhood from a nearby farm for several months now. And it just seems like it's a dereliction of responsibility by the uh, the cow owners to, you know, close the damn gate. Are you saying build the wall? Build the wall. Keep those cows out of here. <laughs> what, if, what if cows learn to jump and climb? <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. To own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So, part of this first story, I get. Part of it, I do not. There was an argument between two guys because one of the dudes had his cell phone and he was playing music loudly from his cell phone. And he should be in prison. I right would now. agree that that's like really annoying. And so this guy got upset with him, and there was an argument, and he punched the guy who was playing the loud music. Not guilty. And, not guilty. And he stole his cell phone. Also not guilty. And $5,000. Also not guilty. <laughs> All that's that's the, that's, the, that's the fee for playing loud music in a public sp- space off your phone. So here's, All of that is the cost of doing business, my friend. You mess around, you found out. Here's where this uh, this goes sideways for the fellow that did the punching and the stealing, though, is that uh, the cops arrived on the scene because, you know, the cops were called after there was $5,000 and a phone stolen. He stole his phone. This, so, so this guy had two phones? Well, I, maybe somebody else called the cops. I don't know. Nobody else has called the cops if a guy playing music gets punched in the face and, and has his phone stolen. If you are that kind of concerned citizen, you need to mind your own business. When the cops showed up, the guy that did the punching and the stealing was asleep in his truck. Mm. Like, how do you go from a adrenaline-pumping situation where you're punching somebody and stealing $5,000 to just being like... I need a quick cat nap. After a, a certain age, I feel like the adrenaline pumped through and then just, just dumped. The adrenaline yeah, just yeah, dumped. He had like, no more energy to give. I'm so sleepy. Put me on that jury. Not guilty. You know exactly yeah. how I'm how I'm how I'm gonna steer that jury. So this is interesting. Um because it's hard to imagine somebody being a terrorist and also riding on a jet ski. But I guess that's what's going on I here. I can imagine it. Can you? I feel like Absolutely. Have you been on a jet ski? You can't be you can't be time. a terrorist wearing sea do you know riding a sea do wearing Oakleys. Yeah, you can't. No, no man, you can't. Being on a jet ski brings joy. Yep. And this guy wanted to bring terror. Did he or did he just like get caught? Well, so Cuba has said that they have thwarted a terrorist plot originating from South Florida involving a man who arrived on the island by jet ski with plans for violence. Of course. <laughs> Was, was he also going to leave on the jet ski? Like, you got kind of got to ride it up on the sand, you know? And then we have heard it normally s- takes, like, two people to get it off. So mm-hmm. after you go do all your terrorizing, you got to be like, hey, could you help me uh, to get this 
jet ski back in the corner. Thank you. People will do anything with a jet, with a CD <laughs> or a jet ski. Like I'm not surprised by this. We've heard of people who are trying to like go, like <laughs> just go to Cuba, just to hang out for the day and come back on a sea doo let alone invoke terror. The, uh, the following uh, publication from Cuba said that there was 80 different foreign nationals that were all potentially in on this plot, but it was a serious terror plot, and un, un, for, I guess fortunately for everyone that was uh, on the island, they thwarted the, the plot by just... Did they sink the sea dew? Finding the guy on the jet ski. Uh, no, they didn't sink it, it doesn't mm. say. Why? Send out the submarines? Yeah, no. Does didn't Cuba have, have submarines? I don't think they do. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know. They got VW bugs from the 50s. Uh-huh. All those post-World War II cars. So a f- uh, federal officer with the Bay Pines Veterans Affairs Police Department in Florida accidentally recorded himself engaging in the adult relations with a woman in his squad car during a shift back Another in September. Another one, huh? He left his camera on while he was getting it on. Mm. <laughs> you don't say. I'm not shocked by these anymore. Ever. Never, ever. Because this happens quite often. And just public spaces I and mean, places. That could be a new fetish, a new a new channel. I mean, it is called a body camera for a reason, yeah. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So my wife this weekend goes, have you heard about this Amazon hack that's going on? She's like, you need to check your account. I'm like, what an Amazon account didn't get hacked. I saw this viral video going around. Have you checked your account? No. That's what I said. I'm like, I'm not checking my account. It's fine. So here's what happens. I guess what do I need to do? There was some sort of Amazon hack that happened, and the people are going in, and they're putting a different address in. So what you need to do is go to your account and check the addresses that are listed. Okay. Because they're putting, like, Amazon lockers as the deliverable address, and then they'll just ship things to those lockers, and then they'll be able to go, I don't know how, get access to that locker, open it, and off with the goods they go. And so I'm like, that didn't happen that's not going to happen to me. <gasps> Went on there. There was two Amazon lockers that I had never gone to before that were on my account. You're kidding. No. And so this is something that's going around right now. And Did I you don't... Google this? No. Why? No, I mean, like, is there another explanation for why Why this... would there be addresses that I did not put in there of Amazon lockers that I've never been to? Maybe it's some sort of glitch in the system. Oh, okay. The the world's most paranoid man is sitting here <laughs> telling me that there's just this is just fine. That there's ghost addresses on my Amazon account. I don't have any. Okay, so you're one of the lucky ones. I don't even know how to get there. Chris Hi. is holding up his phone. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. Amazon locker. There you go. <laughs> what? I, I had, yeah, I had it's one right here under my addresses. How do what? I even look at what this is? So you, you go to your account, and then you go shipping addresses. Yep. And see if there's any additional address, addresses on there. Because I've never used a locker at the airport. Why in the hell would no. I do that? I don't know. I mean, but did you, like, I, I just don't want us to be, like, spreading fake news if. Why would there be ghosts? First off, we're there, not, there, there's no explanation to this. That Hold that, on. Did, our, our boss has got one, too? <gasps> yeah, oh, my see? gosh. He just walked over the window. He's got one, too. I don't have one, and I okay. now am upset. Why is nobody choosing me? So, okay. <laughs> Why does nobody want to hack me? Why is anyone hacking me? <laughs> They're going to Snoops, or Snopes, Snopes, however it's pronounced. Snopes. Amazon got hacked. Viral rumor says criminals added fake locker account. By email, a spokesperson for Amazon told Snopes, that the issue was a quote-unquote error, and they are working to fix the issue. So they did get hacked. No, they said it's an error. That's like the political way of trying to 
save your ass, right? I also, snoops.com doesn't really seem like it's a credible This resource. isn't a data security matter, and our systems are secure. Amazon pickup locations were added to a small number of customers' accounts in error, and we are working small to fix number. the issue. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused. I mean, three out of three five. out of five people. So, but also let me throw this out here. It's not it, a, on this hallway. It's not. Yeah, I mean, literally three out of five. It's not a hack, or it wouldn't be if you were hacked by people who were getting stuff shipped to walkers or wherever. It wouldn't be in the city that you live in. It wouldn't be down the street. It would be in. Ukraine or Russia or China or who knows where. It would be some other foreign place, not here in America, or it wouldn't be your city. It would be wherever they are. All these happen to be lockers no near you. I mean, they, they, if, you're, if you're thinking about from a hacker's perspective, it's probably the most under-the-radar thing to have it be in the city. I are did. you telling me that there's no criminals in the city of Phoenix? Then they're going to have to have people here going to get whatever their, you know, uh, essential oils that they're ordering on your account For from Amazon. See, I was annoyed about everything. Yeah. I'm so surprised. But when there's that- a logical explanation for something, that's most likely the the most uh, accurate answer. Like same thing. Like when somebody gets murdered, most likely it's the somebody you know. You know, that's like the way police and detectives get to the bottom of things, well, you know? can you get to the bottom of why my Amazon driver keeps saying that I am signing for my packages and then putting Aubrey? Literally, somebody said Aubrey. A-U-B-D-R-E-Y yesterday. I was like, get Aubrey. Aubrey. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> so even if they're not creating some hack, there is still somebody among us who is trying to steal our packages. Well, I decided that I was going to do the most secure thing I could possibly do in this situation with obviously a, a hack of this of this level. Mm-hmm. I went in and I deleted the uh, the boxes and I did not change my password. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. David Mahoney present Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? And I'm sure that Mahoney is going to tell you that you are not, but John, enlighten us. How far did you get in school? Um, went to a couple of community colleges myself. Okay. Uh, did not technically graduate from them, but I did end up with a, uh, uh, a training certificate uh, for the program I was in. So we have Community College Dropout versus Community College Dropout. A kindred Fantastic. spirit. I wish you the best of luck, John. All right, so Mahoney is going to leave the studio. He is on his way out right now. He's going to go to a soundproof space where he is not able to hear. I'm going to ask you a total of six questions today, John. You do have one pass. I would just encourage you to use it sooner rather than later should you need it, and I'm not going to tell you if you got the answers correct until Mahoney reenters and gives his guess. Are you ready? I am. Question number one, what is the only planet that spins clockwise? That would be Venus. All right. Question number two, which U.S. president signed the Louisiana Purchase? Is it A, Thomas Jefferson, B, John Adams, or C, George Washington? You thought I was just going to make you go and call it. Dude, (laughs) name a president. I I did. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, or uh, or George Washington? uh, Now that you gave me those choices, I'm going to go with Mr. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. All right. Question number three. Whitney Houston had a massive hit in 1992 with a cover of the song, I Will Always Love You. Who sang the song originally? I am going to whip out my pass on that one. (laughs) That breaks my heart. 
because you feel like he should know it? Yes, All I right. think everyone should know well, this. That's what? my favorite Whitney Houston song. I didn't know it was a cover. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know that it's a cover. And when what? you find out who was the original artist, it is probably going to blow your mind even more. But if you didn't know it, wow. good pass. Here we go. On to question number four. What is the oldest city in the United States of America? Is it A, St. Augustine, Florida, B, Hampton, Virginia, or C, Jersey City, New Jersey? I'm going to go with A, St. Augustine, Florida. Okay. Question number five. Does sound travel faster in the air or in water? Air. And final question. The Dream Team won the Olympic gold medal in what year's games? Ooh, um, 1984. All righty. Who's the Dream Team? The the basketball team? Oh, okay. I don't know. You say that like I'm supposed to know. I mean, it was before your time. It was. I yeah. was born in 91. Well, then you should know, Never heard actually. of the Dream Team. <laughs> was a big, I was a big, okay. big fan of them. All right. Here we go. Mahoney is back in the room. Mahoney, uh, feeling good today. Let's see mm-hmm. whether or not you can perform. If you get one right today, you'll hear the screaming eagle of success. If you get one wrong, it's the disapproving pony. Question number one. What is the only planet that spins clockwise? Pass. All right. Uh, John got that correct. It is Venus. Venus is the only planet that spins clockwise. Pass is burnt. Question number two, which U.S. president signed the Louisiana Purchase? Was that A, Thomas Jefferson, B, John Adams, or C, George Washington? It was Jefferson. It was Jefferson. Both of you got that correct. Question number three, Whitney Houston had a massive hit in 1992 with the cover song, I Will Always Love You. Who sang the song originally? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is, correct? I thought you were going to not get it. Oh, yeah. it would be so sad. John, what what do you feel now, knowing that Dolly Parton was the original one to sing I Will Always Love You? It's interesting, right? And now that I know that bit of information, I have heard Dolly Parton's version of it. Mm-hmm. So I yep. am, I am as a proud community college dropout, I am just embarrassed. <laughs> All right, so you use your pass on that one. That means that both of you have used your passes, and both of you have two correct. Here we go. On to question number four. What is the oldest city in the United States of America? Is it A, St. Augustine, Florida, B, Hampton, Virginia, or C, Jersey City, New Jersey? St. Augustine, which was founded by the Spanish in the early 1500s? Uh more like late 1500s, but 1565, and that the is correct. early 1500s, sir. 1565? Young. Young. Middle-aged. The late 1500s. Nah, it's, uh, it's, uh, 65 is the new 21. Okay. <laughs> it is with all the surgeries you both can get of now. You, both of you. St. Augustine is on Ozempic. Uh, both of you got that correct. Mm-hmm. So both of you with three correct. Here we go on to question number five. Does sound travel faster in the air or in water? Travels faster in the water. Mahoney is correct. John got that incorrect. So Mahoney has taken the lead here. Final question. The Dream Team won the Olympic gold medal in what year's games? Oh, boy. So, I mean, I I could name every player on the Dream Team. How would I ask? (laughs) So I think you go, because you had the Olympics... In 2000, 96, 92. So it's either 92 or 98, or 98, but I think it was 92. That is correct, Mahoney. Wow. 
And John got that incorrect. That means that, Mahoney, you got one, two, three, four, five correct. That sounds like a perfect score to me. And John got three correct. Sorry, John. I like John, though. You should, you know, being a fellow yeah. community college dropout, being a man with a handsome voice, much like myself. Much like yourself. I see a lot of myself in John, Dave. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, I feel like we should just give it to him. No. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. You idiots. You talk. I don't know where you went to broadcast school. I wish this station would drop you in the uh, morning. Goodbye. Message deleted. First off, well said. Uh, secondly, they pay us to talk. And thirdly, I didn't go to broadcast school. In your face. Uh, <laughs> that is why I'm the superior broadcaster <laughs> of the two of us. Because <laughs> yeah, you went to broadcast school. I went yeah, to yeah, I did the, too. Yeah. Uh, the broadcast, broadcast Institute of St. Louis. Also well said. Uh, <laughs> Lacrosse, Wisconsin. <laughs> they don't have those anymore. I don't think. I don't think broadcast schools uh, exist they went out of business anymore. You have you've got the you know the Walter, Walter Cronkite School of Journalism, but none of us were smart enough to get into that. Yeah, or pretty enough. Well, maybe Audrey. I went to University of Kentucky. <laughs> got a degree in uh, broadcast media. So. That, was that what, that's what your degree is in? That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Media, well, so everyone media here is studies. formally trained in the art of broadcasting, except, except for me. Except for the person that does the most on the show. Huh. Yeah. How about that? How dare yeah. you say he does the most, you son of a bitch? I mean, I clearly do well, the most. You do it's not, not do the most. Yes. I do the most. On well, the how show. do you do the most I on the show? <laughs> well, let, let's put it this way. If any one of us, the rest of us, take a day off, the show goes on. If Dave takes a day off, the show has to stop. Well, no, because, because I do we, that in solidarity. <laughs> we used to. We used to continue, and Mahoney would run the board. And, like, yeah, they, I remember they those would days. just, like, rotate. <laughs> And then that just stopped. I don't know why. Mahoney, why because did that stop? When, when Mahoney hosts the show, it's a disaster because <laughs> disaster. Mahoney's not doing what Mahoney does. I just it's don't like, like doing it. It's like if I were to try to do what Mahoney does, it would be a disaster. It's yeah, not the same. True. Everyone's got their role. Mm-hmm. And mine just happens to be the most important. I no, can also not. run a board. <laughs> but, like, it's like other people know how to run a board. I don't know why, but it's just what happens. And I am not complaining. I love when you take off the days. See? You, know, you can run, do it more, man. I run the best board. Switch, switch uh, spaces the for the rest of the show. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Who, me and Mahoney? No, me, you and Audrey. She says she can run a mean board. I didn't say mean board. I can yeah. run a board. <laughs> you think you can run this board? Sure. A lot of buttons. I mean, I watch you do it. I have perfect line sight of, of the buttons that are on and up. I don't think your arms are long enough, frankly. Do, it takes a lot of wingspan for this oh, board. It's a big board. Yeah, Dave, it does. You are important. That's right. You're and valued have, and you are appreciated. And I have long arms. <laughs> I'm sure that response to that guy's comment <laughs> that really turned it, yeah. him around on our show. Yeah. I don't care, man. You can just not listen. That's fine. It's fine. Hey, guys. I hope you guys play this for people that they need to be educated on driving. I drive a truck and trailer, pickup truck and a trailer every single day, and I absolutely hate it when drivers are behind you and they they go around you, get back in front of you, just to turn right, and they slow up. What they don't understand is that I cannot stop on a dime. I weigh over 10,000 pounds with the truck. I cannot stop on a dime, and that absolutely irks me very much. Other thing that irks me is that don't tailgate me. I cannot see you if you're behind me. You know, if you can't see my mirrors, I can't see you. That absolutely 
pisses me off. Thanks, guys. Bye. This is also the guy who hates when his wife complains. And he calls in to complain. I love that. Like, I will remember him for forever. He was like, dang, my first wife hated whenever I complained. And now my second wife's got a problem with it, too. Wait, that's the same guy? Yeah. He's got a He's got a very distinct voice. Absolutely. He's not wrong, though, when it comes to, you know, road safety tips when it involves tractor trailers, man. Like, driving around. People drive like a-holes around tractor trailers. I've got, man, it's like you just have a death wish and you have no regard for anybody around you. We should have a segment with him and uh, and other truckers that we call Just the Tips, where people call in and they just give us little tips on how to uh, be safe around 18 weeks. I mean, that's, he kind of got the big ones right there. Don't pull in front of them and cut. Cut in front of them and don't drive too close. But also, I do a lot of driving and semis cut me off all the time to get around somebody who's going like a mile slower than them. That drives me crazy. You know what I've noticed, by the way, driving on the highways as much as I have over the last few months is that a lot of semi-drivers are now driving slow in the left lane. Yes, that's, like, what, I just, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, like, but with no reason. Like, they're not passing anybody. They're just taking up space. Mm. That's what irks me. On my way Dave doesn't into- get it because he flies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he runs the board. He's got board off money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're right. driving, dudes. <laughs> on my way into I'll the take station a helicopter today. everywhere. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you ever had a really bad food poison before to the point where that you would never eat that item again? It happened to me with Thai food, and now I can't eat it, let alone smell it again. It's terrible. Message deleted. I hate how that happens. Like, if you get sick on something, it ruins it sometimes permanently. But for me as a kid, I remember I got violently sick just because the flu was going around. And, you know, I grew up in Minnesota where if anyone got sick in the house during the winter months, everyone everyone got sick sick because you were just bottled up inside. Mm Uh, but it was on my favorite delicacy. You know, grew up very wealthy. Uh, Ramen. Macaroni and cheese with sliced up hot dogs in it. Oh. Yeah. Kraft mac and cheese. Kraft right? mac and cheese yeah. with uh, with the sliced up hot dogs, which was a true delicacy in our house. <laughs> and uh, and it, it, it turned me off to that delectable food item for months. You've never puked something up and it tasted good? What? Audrey, you are rotten. Like, whatever you're hungover. You are a rotten little person. And then you go back and you can go <laughs> no. get more, like, pizza from the fridge. No. <laughs> it just uh. reminded you how tasty it was. Oh, my God. Dave. <laughs> and, and Mahoney. So, guys, happy to report that I had my first massive lottery win over the uh, the course of the weekend. So you're quitting this bitch, huh? Uh, well, I mean, it's massive by, by my standards, because normally if I win anything at all in the lottery, which I normally do not... It is to the tune of, you know, $5, maybe $8, mm-hmm. lots of $1 wins, you right. know, which isn't really a win because I paid more than that for the ticket, so it's just slightly less of a loss than it normally is. Um, but I did win $500. I mean, that's a, that's a nice chunk of change. It was in, uh, it was in uh, the, the pick five lottery, and so the the way that that works, it, it was one number off from winning the, uh, the jackpot, which was $170,000, ah. which would have been really cool, uh, but did not happen. But still, like $500 on a single lottery ticket, easily the most money that I've ever won from the lottery. Normally, right. like I said, 12 bucks is like a good hit for me. Uh, and still, that even loses money because I think I pay $15 if we play the multiplier, whatever. Um, but this is insane. So this guy, he is based out of New York. His name is Wayne Murray, lives in Brooklyn. He achieved a pretty incredible feat. He won $10 million from a scratch-off ticket for the second time. He's won $10 million yeah. multiple times yeah. from scratchers? He purchased a 200X scratch-off ticket from a convenience store on Avenue H in Brooklyn. 
and he scratched off the $10 million top prize. Remarkably, he had previously won the same amount, $10 million, from a black titanium scratcher that he bought at the same store last year in 2022. What's this dude doing winning $10 million and still playing scratchers? Don't you feel like every time we hear about big money scratchers or lottery winners, it's always coastal? Like, you never hear some guy hitting it lightning twice in Missouri. Right. And maybe that's just because, like, the population in New York and California seems like it's so much more dense, right? There's just more people there. But you're right. It's always like, I mean, to to win two $10 million scratchers within the course of, you know, a a year. Well, the odds of two of those to go to the same grocery store, let alone the same guy. The same person is just unbelievable. So for his latest win, he opted for the $6.1 million lump sum after uh, required withholdings, but still a uh, pretty good day for this guy. And I, I don't get what you're saying at all, Mahoney. Like, what is this dude still doing playing scratchers? If I won $10 million, I would play every scratcher I every would single not. time. I would have moved on up to the east side, George Jefferson style, and never played a scratcher again. I would exclusively buy scratchers from this store. And like that's this, how you go broke. I am a, a, what are you talking about? This dude's $20 million richer mm. because he's been going to the, hang on, let me get it right, H&A Gas and Convenience Store on Avenue H. Okay. Keep going there, pal. It's working. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So it's getting pretty good reviews all over the place from the critics. We haven't really heard what the audience thinks just yet because technically it's opening on Friday here in the United States. But Wonka, the new Timothy Shimley movie, uh, is already open overseas and it did $43.2 million in 37 overseas markets, which is really strong. So the movie... Uh, serves as an origin tale for Willy Wonka. And obviously, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is one of, in my estimation, one of the greatest films of all time Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, fantasy for kids and everything else. Um, And they're saying that the film performed well in its early overseas debut, ranking number one in 32 of the 37 markets where it was released. So the UK, $11.1 million alone. Uh, So that's a pretty good sign for potentially how things are going to go here in the United States when Wonka finally opens up. I mean, I think I've spent that much money playing the Willy Wonka slot machines. So you should get a free ticket. Do they they have a tally on that? Yeah. Do we have a weekend box office for that number? On Um, how much money you've donked off on Willy Wonka? Again, still Rotten Tomatoes, eighty four percent fresh from the critics, which is you know for a movie that like that is is considered to be very high, and nothing from the audience as you mentioned, Dave. But I'm 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 curious. You know, I am. Are we buying into the hype, or is it actually as fun and good as audiences uh, overseas are making it out to be? I think that critics would be pretty skeptical about this, and the fact that it's got a certified fresh and 84% from the critics right now is pretty strong. But um, it is opening up this uh, this weekend here in the United States. Michael B. Jordan, as we know, wrecked his $429,000 Ferrari, and uh, he uh, he smashed into a Kia. And, you know, like, it sucks when it's a almost $500,000 car, even if you're really rich. You see, but here's what sucks even more. The dude with the Kia? This probably hurt the dude with the Kia way more than it's hurt Michael B. Jordan. Oh, for sure. Uh, but now we know what caused it. Uh, Michael B. Jordan came out and said he Was accidentally sneeze? pumped the, uh, well, maybe, but he said he accidentally pumped the gas pedal instead of the brake, and <laughs> that's what caused the accident. Do you know how to drive a car, Michael? Right? Like, there's only two pedals. It's what do you do? Only two pedals. Like, how you've been driving for how many years? 30 plus years now? 
and you don't know the difference? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that seem a little suspicious to a anybody sus, else? as the kids would say. Yeah. Uh, so Will Smith is parading around with they a new... Uh, uh, they, oh, Sus is gone? Sus has been gone. Oh, it has for how long? Yes, for a while now. Dang, okay. Um, never mind. <laughs> sus, as the old people say. <laughs> yes, actually. We still say it. We still old. say it. So, uh, so Will Smith has a new Jada lookalike that's following him around. I don't know if you guys have uh, have seen this uh, this individual. She basically is like a curvier version of Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh-huh. Has the same, uh, I don't know if she has alopecia. I'm not trying to minimize alopecia, but she uh, she also has a, uh, a shaved head. So I guess that's just kind of She's, the look uh, that Will head, likes. bleached head, right? Yeah, it's kind of like bleached, but very, very uh, short Best hair. Best head bleached. Yeah, this uh, you know, this is interesting considering that uh, you know Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith seemed like they were still an item, but maybe not. They were divorced and have been separated for years, but still love each other and blah blah blah. Just want him to move on away from her. We yeah. all know that she's incredibly toxic and has been a uh, you know he was beloved by the American public for for many 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 years. I think up until the point of the slap of Chris Rock was yeah. the final straw. But, uh, you know, getting away from her, maybe he can, the healing can begin. Well, I don't know, because this actually came out the day after Jada Pekin Smith said that the slap is what saved their marriage. So pff, I don't even know what to believe anymore until something. I mean, and I honestly don't care. Like Every time we talk about them, like they're so annoying. Like I'm like, Mahoney's looking at the, at the videos of them right now. Like this could just be somebody like in his entourage. They're not even holding hands or anything. They're just with each other. But I guess she's she been looks like similar. with him at like a couple of different things now and you're right but it just it strikes me as strange these celebrity dudes that have a type and a look and you know like Kanye's the other one where yeah. when things don't work out with Kim that he just gets a body double that looks just like her. Weird. It's just so strange to me. Same thing with Reggie Bush. Don't forget Reggie Bush I did the same thing. I about Reggie Bush. Yeah. Give that man his Heisman back. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. It's the Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney Show. <laughs> the celebration! Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, let's talk about girl math for just a moment. Could you explain it to everyone that does not understand what girl math is? I can give you an example. It's basically whenever we do math equations involving money that benefits us in our pocket and our minds and our mental health, really. So, an example would be if I have $50 cash in my pocket, that means I have 50 free dollars. It does not exist in my bank account. That's free money to me. If I make a return, I have gained money Even into my bank account. you purchased the item, if you return it, then you now have earned whatever that return amount is, and you are free to spend it again. Correct. Got it. Well, that money's already been spent. It's already been spent. It's but free money. It's really nilly. But the money, money is tied to numbers, and numbers are real definitive. And girl math, uh, there's some interesting theories when it comes to math out there and you're just embracing we some are. of those more advanced mathematical theories. We are so, philosophers. We are mathematicians. We are women. <laughs> so there's such a thing as boy math as well and okay. it generally for me has to do with gambling. Mine's all gambling. If related. I lose money gambling, well, you know, that's just how the cards fall. Uh, if I make money gambling, well, that's it. free money. You made it. That's, yeah, I, I earned that and money. Faith. Thank you very much, Because Lamar the deficit Jackson. doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. And, so, okay, I see yeah. where you're going. And yeah. you know my favorite favorite one, mm. Dave, and if you are not like placing sports bets and you're gambling in person, oh, it's, it's not real money nope. that you lost. And if it if you have won a whole bunch of money and then you lose all that money, it doesn't matter because that money never hit your bank account. It's like it's the not time real that, money that you had ten thousand dollars from playing blackjack. I won ten thousand. I turned five hundred dollars into. 
ten thousand dollars. And then you chair. lost all of that ten thousand dollars, but you weren't yep. really that upset because it never went in the bank. So never not hit the bank. real money. Never. So we're the same, except for yes. you're doing it with larger money. It would be like if I got a couch and returned it. Well, but- so funny that you <laughs> say that because my what wa- my my wife this weekend uh, pulled some girl math on me. We were sitting in our house just yesterday, and mm-hmm. I go, "What is that?" Because there was a large package outside, and it was kind of odd shaped. And so I say, what is that? And she goes, um, do you just want to help me carry it in? And I was like, oh, maybe she got me a Christmas gift, a large Christmas gift. Oddly shaped. Uh, and then I, as I was carrying it, I'm like, what is this? It feels like a body. So it was heavy. Is it a rug? Wait a minute. There is a Christmas gift. It was a rug. Oh. No, Chris, it was not a, it's not a body. A Christmas body? <laughs> I'm bringing a third into the house. <laughs> is there holes poked in this? You can't breathe. Uh, so I'm carrying this in, and it, it, it is, in fact, a rug. But as we're carrying it, I'm like, what, you got a rug for where? Because we already have rugs. Mm-hmm. And she informed me that she did not like the rug that we had in our living room. Because, you know, we've had it for like a year and a half. Okay. And we have little kids. And so it looks like a bunch of little kids eat Cheetos on it all the time <laughs> after a year and a half. And so she wanted to replace it. And so we're carrying it in. And she, this is where she girl maths me. She goes, I'm already thinking about returning it. Because she doesn't like it or because she feels like she... I think she felt a little guilty. Buyer's remorse. And because I, I didn't ask, but I think that it was probably more expensive than... I would have approved, Dave. Oh, okay. <laughs> if, if adulthood, not that I need to approve, but did, what, what what schools did not prepare us for when we become adults? Uh, a couple of things, uh, and the price of rugs is one of them. Like you walk into yeah, a furniture store that sells rugs or a rug store, which I don't recommend going into a just straight rug store because those are the most expensive rugs. And you look at the price of a just normal looking average rug. And it's always in the thousands, multiple thousands of dollars. So here's the thing, though, is that this is where girl math comes back into play. Usually you're supposed to have a rug longer than a year, so we'll we'll put that out the window. Say you got a $1,000 rug. And that's a cheap rug. That's a cheaper rug. I'm just depending on this rug is depending not a thousand. On how I, I promise you, this rug. I have seen this is. rug. This rug's not a thousand dollars. It feels like it's too big of a rug to be a thousand. But like, a th- how big? How, how big is the rug? rug? It's a pretty big rug. So like a room size rug. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, like, prob- what, you're probably like thirty thousand. You think thirty five hundred? Thirty five, three thousand, thirty five hundred. Oh, I don't think it was that much. But really? as, as I'm carrying it into the house, and she says, "I'm I'm thinking about returning it." I say, "You realize that you thinking about returning this does not make it free, right?" Mm-hmm. To which she cackled that, and then I helped her bag up the old rug and put the new one down, and she loves it. So- and here's my problem: is that it, it is even less child friendly than the previous rug. I think this rug has got a life span of nine months. Do you Scotch okay. guard these oh. things? She was talking about it. She she talked about Scotch guarding. I feel it, like but didn't. You have four children. Mm-hmm. You should ha- be a like a, a shareholder <laughs> in Scotch, Scotch guard everything yeah. in the house. Yeah. yeah. So, but here's where the girl math comes back in play. Mm-hmm. You're only paying ten dollars a day for a $10 year. Ten dollars a day. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So I guess I'll make this confession to, uh, I guess, 
all 13 of the people listening to this show, but uh, I pick my nose when I drive my car. But there are rules. So I don't do it within a three-mile radius of work or home. So when I'm on the highway, it's all right, but I got this, you know, got a rule. What about you guys? You you driving pickers? You got any rules, places you won't do it, or you just uh, pick away and uh, let the... Message My tent's dark enough that it doesn't matter. So I specifically I go. got the darkest tent, the illegal tent, for that reason. So I pick my <laughs> nose, yes, but I also think that I am I err more on the side of caution whenever I eat in my car because I don't want people to see me eat. Like, I don't care about my nose oh, picking. you eat your boogers. No, 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 like Taco Bell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you're chaotic. <laughs> For eating Taco Bell in a car to begin with. Hard tacos, specifically. Yeah, that's hard my tacos? That's, yeah. That is criminal. What are you talking Three about? Three hard tacos and a chicken quesadilla is my order, and I always start with one hard taco in the car. It's my you driving taco. cheese <laughs> under your seat, I guarantee you it. Oh, yeah. And that cheese never melts either. Yeah. That, that Taco Bell... Like whatever it's like that one strand of that cheese, cheese. <laughs> it will stay there. It never molds. It's it's made out of like Taco Bell needs to be designing like things for future proofing, like, like armor. roadways, clothes, all of that because that stuff <laughs> I was never just goes ask, away. Like because when I eat a hard taco, it's always a mess. But normally it's over you know a table because I'm an adult. Uh, do you not just get like the lettuce and cheese in your cleavage? I have it down to a science, <laughs> and that's for later. Like that's it's called it's, it's called uh. my it's the cleavage the cleavage cheeses or something like cheevage yeah cheevage exactly like it's i don't know if it's because i've done it so long like literally probably since i've had a car since i was 16 17 years old i've eaten taco bell in my car i mean i've tried it's just it's Mm -mm. always a mess taco bell is the one if i if i'm to the point where i can't drive at home and i'm just craving it i go in (gasps) what i would go into a taco bell your doors open they do (laughs) no way i will tell you what i miss though from taco bell when you walk into a taco bell are they like (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? You're supposed to be in the drive-thru and drunk. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Those little cinnamon twists, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they're person. called cinnamon twists. No, they're, they, don't, they don't exist anymore. What? They got rid of them? I think so. No, they didn't. The, the one near me doesn't have them anymore. <laughs> That's not true. I, my kids had some this weekend. Well, I was with you this weekend. Yeah? And I saw that your kids had apple pies from McDonald's. From McDonald's, yeah. And a healthy my, weekend. My McDonald's, <laughs> my McDonald's does not have apple pies either. I was surprised because I actually went into the McDonald's because two out of my four children had to urinate. <laughs> so I went in, and that's when they spotted the apple pies, and they, they requested them. And so I got four apple pies. You're a great McDonald's. father. You know what? Th- this is what your family foundation is built on, yeah. apple pies and a McDonald's. Well, so let me tell you why I'm not a great father, because my two girls, uh, Sienna and Olivia, had to go pee. And so I got out of the car and I was going around to the passenger side to open the door for them because I guess the child lock was on for whatever reason. And when I opened the door, my son went whoop, onto the oh. pavement because I guess he was leaning on the door and I didn't know that. Oh, and so no. when I opened the door, Duke just Aww. I'm like, oh, my God. Build him tough. <laughs> he's, Fred, like, is he okay? Uh, he's yeah, made he, of Taco Bell cheese. He's, he's, a, he's very, very concussed, but I gave him an apple pie, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> On the most recent fast food freakout, Mahoney said that nobody orders french fries from Burger King. Well, I am one of those rare people that does get french fries from Burger King because I just don't like onion rings. I would go no fries at Burger King before I go fries. Like, like legit. Like, just not. There's no time I in my life that I have ever craved 
Burger King fries. Out of the big, like, five burger chains, they're the nut loafers. What's no, up with right. their grease? It's built different. Yeah. It just does not taste like normal grease. Mm-hmm. Why it's do like, the fries come out tasting like salted cardboard? Or like, I like a Whopper, too, from last that's year. why I don't go to Burger King. Do you like a Whopper, though? I do like a Whopper. I like a Whopper in pictures, but the, la- the last yeah. time I've had, you know, every time you have a Whopper, it's like the the meat slides off because no, there's I do just a, so much crap on it. See, but no. I do a double Whopper. I see, I love that. I like, I like my burgers messy. See, but I also don't get, like, I, I just do... Ketchup, mustard, and onions <gasps> on mine. I don't do what the lettuce, tomato, burger. Whopper. It's that's, not a Whopper. That's a boring It's the Whopper burger. meat. I want the Whopper meat. That's why I'm ordering it. Is the Whopper meat like different from the boring. regular burger meat? Yeah. Yeah, it's their charbroiled. Are, are they, they burgers now? They are charbroiled. I mean, driven by, they, they actually run it through uh, an actual flame they grill. Put the, yeah. They put the lines frame, on flame in, the, in the actual manufacturer's like yeah, department. Uh, yeah, they flame broil them, then freeze them for six months, no. and then. And then put them on a <laughs> grill. Microwave. And then microwave them, and there you go. They flame broil it. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, what's up, guys? This is a three-parter, because I'm high and you're hungry. Uh, first one, why are Swiss rolls so good? Second one, what the hell happened to Choco Dials? Where the hell do those go? Number three, have you tried those mashups where they take the Twinkie and they put the Ding Dong chocolate on the outside of it? Man, those are delicious. Almost tastes as good as the Choco Dials. Bring back the Choco Dials. Choco Dials. Message deleted. First off, I don't know what a Choco Dial is. Is it like a Choco Taco? I don't know, man. I have no idea. I have no clue. That the guy re- the reason why Choco Dials went away is because they no one's ever heard of them. No, no, he's right. Choco Dials yeah. are yeah. like chocolate-covered Twinkies. They were a hostess, like, little special promotion. No, I oh. know, but no one has ever heard of them except for this one stone. I mean, that the sounds really good, though. The high guys are the only ones who keep things it, like that float. What was the, and what was the first thing? Did he say why are cinna, Cinnabons are so uh, good? Swiss, Swiss rolls. Yes, yeah, Swiss oh, cake rolls. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. Especially, you know what the best part is? Is when you tooth the little wax paper and you get that little extra little mm, no on man the bottom. You, yeah you yeah. like it that's not where you showcase your 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 mouse dexterity it's when you're eating a nutter bar <laughs> and you, you eat it your and you dexterity. eat it layer by layer I'm not you auditioning <laughs> you pervert we would like to show you this couch this is the Dave and Mahoney show when you're looking for love hey baby you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the Missed Connection Inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone's looking for love in their own special way, and some people take it to the internet because they had some sort of encounter with an individual. They didn't shoot their shot in that moment, but they want more. And so what better place to find more than Craigslist? This first one is entitled Waffle House Saturday Morning. (laughs) Okay. This is a woman looking for a man. You are the sexy older man in the leather jacket. Hell yeah. I gave you a look as you went to the restroom, and as you walked back, you asked if I was alone. I'm so sad you didn't ask for my phone number because I thought you were very attractive. Message if it's you. Tell me what I was wearing. So you ask if she's alone on your way back from the bathroom? Also, like, doesn't that seem like like you can't be like you can't be going and blowing up a Waffle House bathroom and then trying to spit game on the way back? Hey, I, apparently, you can. That's the thing, man. Like this guy was so good looking in his leather jacket that he went and blew a Waffle House bathroom to high hell and that girl's still like, I found you attractive? Like, I mean, you're walking out of a bathroom after doing that in your leather coat? And call me Uh, old-fashioned. leather coat? Call me backwards. Call me, you know, uh, antiquated, but like... I don't know if I want to hang out with a woman who's alone at a Waffle House during the day. Stalking out the bathroom? Yeah. (laughs) Seems a little uh, suspect to me. 
This next one is helped you at Costco. This is a man looking for a woman. Hey, you were the petite lady trying to get the cases of water in your SUV. I saw you were having a difficult time, and I gave you a hand. You smiled at me and thanked me, but I was in such a rush, I didn't take the time to really talk to you. Maybe our paths will cross again, or you'll magically see this and remember me. But you know what to do if you think that you are a petite little lady and I helped you and you're interested in me. I'm not petite when it comes to the love missile. Thought you should know. The love missile. I hate it. Convict this man of a war crime right now. <laughs> oh my god! This also, is... like, how are you ever that busy? Like, I don't know about you. Like, if you're like at a Costco and you've got enough time to stop and help somebody, like, put water in. If I'm, yeah, I'm never in too much of a hurry. If I find somebody to be incredibly attractive, if you're single, like, it doesn't matter if you're late for work. Doesn't I matter. Will, anything I will else. sacrifice. Everything. Do yeah. you think that his love missile was had like sonar beeps? Like doo doo. Failure to launch. Uh, this Great next movie. one is uh, Panda Express Goddess. This is a man for a woman. Oh. Friday afternoon, I was behind you in line. We talked for a few moments, and I made fun of you for being the only person to order black pepper chicken. LOL. <laughs> you had your daughter with you, and I didn't want to be rude, but because I let you have the last scoop and a half of orange chicken, I think it's only fair that you buy me dinner. <laughs> Oh my I was really craving that orange chicken, but now I find myself craving you more. Jeez. Oh, like, do you, uh, you know, you know how they have the, uh, like, you eat sushi off of somebody's body? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's ever been somebody who's, like, eat, seductively eaten orange chicken and, like, lo mein off of somebody's body? Oh, lo mein. <laughs> you know where that lo mein belongs, too. I think you mean chow mein. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So it's the holiday season. You think everyone's in a good mood. They're looking out for their loved ones, but they're also looking out for others. You know, it's a season of giving, Mahoney. Well, somebody did not get that memo, apparently. A significant portion of toys collected by Toys for Tots were stolen from a warehouse. Dude, who in their right mind is going to steal children's toys that are being donated to kids in need this holiday season? Death penalty for whoever this is immediately. I'm going to assume this is probably who is a person who is also in need. It doesn't make it better or worse, obviously. Do, do we know? I don't, I mean, we don't know who's responsible for this just yet, but they really went above and beyond. So the thief or thieves broke into a truck disabled and removed video surveillance equipment and then drove off with a truckload of toys. So the incident occurred at at this particular property while the truck was being recovered. The toys went missing. So Toys for Tots is asking for the public to be vigilant and report any suspicious sales of toys or children gifts at reduced prices. I mean, can you imagine being out here like hawking stolen Christmas gifts for little kids, many of which are, you know, disadvantaged or disabled or whatever it may be? I mean, it's just pretty unbelievable. They have to run this story out there into the press and hope that people are going to make good on this and and rally to support these kids. But, I mean, that is just about one of the most ice-cold things I've ever heard of. This time of year, I mean, there is something so magical about making a kid's Christmas special, and this dude is literally straight up being a Grinch. I mean, really, like you just stole joy from how many countless Kneecaps and then death penalty. So death penalty. Otter, yeah. do you concur uh, death penalty for this person? Uh, sure. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, three panel judge here, a unanimous death penalty for this individual that stole the toys from the kids. I mean, that is ice cold this time. Dave. Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Yeah. 
Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Did any of you all ever sleep with a stuffed animal? Or maybe you still do sleep with one? I used to sleep with a teddy bear. And then I moved on to a stuffed pig. Message deleted. Rufus the raccoon. That was my dog back in the day. And who's your raccoon? What's that? Who's your raccoon? Yeah. But he was your dog. But he's my dog. Mm-hmm. He's my but he was dog. raccoon. Uh, I- interestingly, I mean, Mahoney and I didn't know each other when we were youths, but he also had a stuffed raccoon that he used to sleep with. It was a pillow, but it was in the shape of a raccoon mm-hmm. with a uh, drawing of a raccoon on there. His name was Rocky. When the raccoon. did we the call... raccoons get uh, taken away from you? Uh, I actually still am in possession of Rufus the raccoon because my mom kept it because she keeps everything. But she allowed you to sleep with it forever? Uh, no, I mean, I, I eventually lost interest in it, but then she put it in a box to keep it because, again, she keeps everything. Garage is full with, of six kids, just everything, uh, which love that about her. Uh, but then she sent it to me uh, not that long ago, so I am once again in possession of Rufus the Raccoon. Mahoney, we should have called our morning show the Rufus and Rocky Morning Show. <clears throat> okay, I guess that's not a great idea. I mean, it could have been if, you know, yeah, we would have to do, like, just raccoon-themed Topics every day. Who wouldn't love that? Yeah. I'm on board. See? We got one listener. Fire Mahoney. Yeah. (laughs) It's not raccoon themed, Chris. If we had a pack of raccoons devour your body, that would be raccoon themed. Do you know what they call a pack of raccoons? Racconi? Trash. Oh, Racconi. (laughs) Racconi. No. Is there a name for a pack of raccoons? A gaze or a nursery. You can't call them that. Uh, you, this sir. is 2023. <laughs> However they identify they is fine, okay? Say, you can't hey, call look them. Look at them gays over there. Just can't do that. <laughs> Canceled. I like, I like <laughs> nursery, though. <laughs> I don't want to hear the morning multiple motor mouth mind-numbing natter. Shut the hell up. Play the tunes. If you do anything, introduce the songs, artists, and maybe related factoids. Don't talk over the music. Be courteous to the group. Message deleted. Is there any other job? I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years. Is there any other job where people will just tell you how to do the very basic functions of your job after you've been doing it for a quarter of a century? If we did that, they would actually fire us. Mm -hmm. They hired us to do this. Also, I can't help I talk a lot. I have ADHD. See? Why do you hate the people with medical conditions? Exactly. Guy. Guy. Hmm. It's a mental health crisis. And why do you hate packs of <laughs> raccoons? That's what's happening on your screen. Yeah. Is that what I'm it is? With is that the, the Westboro Baptist Church? Is, do they do they not hate gays? They just hate raccoons? Like raccoons. Packs of raccoons? Is that what's going on here? Yes. God oh. hates raccoons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, joke's on them. You can't sue the raccoons. Yeah. I'm with Audrey. I don't drink any milk ever unless, unless my wife is cooking with it or something. No. Milk is gross. You guys rock. Message well, deleted. I hate you in the way you say milk. Have you did you hear you say M E L K? Milk. 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 Hey, he was the only nice person on this voicemail segment. Like, just yeah. let us have some. I'm just kidding. He you says were it great. He's got that thick milk film in his mouth. <laughs> milk. <laughs> milk. This is Dave and Mahoney. Do you guys feel more inclined to do things around the holidays with your significant other that you don't really want to do? Yes. Because. 
I do. And I'm not saying that I regret participating in certain things. There's just things that I have done recently that I would never choose to do on my own. Let me give you an example, since you asked. <laughs> what did you do recently, Dave? <laughs> Over the weekend, my wife said, we're going to... A little house party. She'd met some people. They live in the neighborhood. They invited them over. I guess it's like a big annual thing that they do. And uh, is this one neighbors? of your neighbors? It's one of our neighbors. So it's yeah. just, just down the road. I mean, you're in a new neighborhood. This is your first year there. Getting the invite to the annual block Christmas party. It's it a big seems deal. Like a big deal. Your it's wife deal. seems to have made some good inroads socially there for you. And and I do appreciate that because I'm not the sort of person that will talk to other people. Right. Uh, <laughs> but she's very social and she's already like linked up with some like mom groups and this she and that. She doesn't have the no new friends uh, credo like we do. Right. Um, but it sounds like Dave might be slipping up on that because mm. you about to get some new friends, brother. Yes, I am. <laughs> and, uh, and so the, the party that I attended was a gingerbread house making competition party. It looked so cute. It did. It did. A gingerbread house making competition. Is this Mm -hmm. like a... Boozed up, I'm sure. Is this like a a thinly veiled like swinger party? Uh, You know what? At least that would have been more interesting. No. uh, it It was fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the actual event and the hosts for it were lovely. It was great. I would just never choose to go to a gingerbread house-making competition party on my own. So, but I mean, that's one of the ways whenever you're thinking about getting a bunch of groups of people together who don't really necessarily know each other, it's a good icebreaker to be sitting around and kind of like doing a craft to where you're not just like aimlessly walking around the potato chip bowl. Isn't booze and like cigars or like grilling Or like a football game, you know, like that's the sort of thing that I would gravitate towards. But this obviously was not designed. For, for me or for you, it's Mahoney. It's a holiday party, a holiday not a party. football tailgate. I know, but could it be a football tailgate slash holiday party? Mm. Have we thought about that? I think that Is you would hate the fact that a holiday party would also coincide with football because <laughs> football would not be watched. What <laughs> was liquor and wine were those provided? There, there was some booze there, but this was clearly not like a like booze was not the central focus, which mm-hmm. I'm fine with. And so we start making the gingerbread house, and my wife has prepared for this. Like, she actually, like, sketched out what the gingerbread house was going to look like because they let us know from the beginning that this was going to be a competition. And so I'm doing my best because I'm also a very competitive person. Both of you, two peas in a pod. Just ready to, okay, I'm, I'm since I'm doing this, I'm going to just try my best. And I will say it was an unmitigated disaster early on. We got this gingerbread house, which my wife informed me that all the reviews said, don't buy this house, it falls apart. And it was falling apart. So, so it was bring your own gingerbread house? You bring your own gingerbread house and you assemble it with your own little stuff that you bring. The only rule is that everything has to be edible. Mm-hmm. And so we put that gingerbread house together and it's just falling apart constantly. So my hands are covered in frosting and I'm trying to like lick it off to like give myself, and I hate frosting. And you're wearing black. <laughs> and of course I'm wearing black head to toe. <laughs> so you're like got white stuff all my, my My wife is in like this cute little sweater slash skirt. And at one point the whole roof falls off and just goes right into her lap. No. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, it's awful. So my wife decides that she's going to just start breaking the pieces in half to make the gingerbread house essentially half the size that it was. Mm-hmm. Ended up pulling it together. Got second place in the competition. Out of how many houses? Oh, I mean, there had to have been 20-plus houses. Wow. It was a lot. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That's like 40-plus people they, at this party. There was a lot of people at the party. Um, 
but let me ask you this. We lost by two votes, and we did not vote for ourselves. Should have voted for yourself. We should have voted for ourselves. For sure. Yeah. Who would have known? Yeah. You always vote for yourself. How are they going to know? Who would have known? I don't know. That's what I mean. Like, I... I felt bad because my wife voted for the house that got first place, but they also brought little Christmas lights for theirs. Not edible. <gasps> cheaters. They're cheaters. Oh, my gosh. So uh, well, I am going to demand a recount. <laughs> that what, is what did the winner get? They got a trophy. And it's really? Co- yeah. They, like, they actually got a little trophy that had a little plaque on it and the whole bit. And I think that it's kind of like the Stanley Cup. You get to keep it for the whole year and like drink out of it and have like a year-long celebration. But you bring home. it back for the following year? Yeah, yeah. And now I'm pissed. That means you have to hold on to a trophy for a year? You hold on. You display it. What do you mean to hold on? You display on to trophies? It's on the mantle. Oh, yeah. Nah. Yeah. What do you mean? Did you never, is this coming from men? Did you ever get a trophy? He's, 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 he's never got a single trophy in his <laughs> life. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 